Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Come on, side, side, What's up, everybody? It's Ed Lover. Welcome to Come On, Son, the podcast. This podcast I want to call Remembering Heavy D. It has been 10 years on November 8th, 2011, since Heavy D passed away. 10 years this week. And um, I was reminded of it, as I always am around the time when Heavy D passes, not only by social media, but by my heart. Because Hev was my guy. Um, a lot of people were friendly with Heavy D. I was one of those people that was lucky enough to be very friendly with Hev. Hev was a great guy all around. Jamaican kid, born in Jamaica, grew up in Mount Vernon where he called home. He put Mount Vernon absolutely on the map. We had never heard of Mount Vernon if it wasn't for Heavy D. You know what I mean? If it wasn't for Heavy D, we'd have never heard of Pete Rock and CL Smooth. Let's keep it 100% true. So I want to start this show off by talking a little bit about Heavy D with so many other things going on. Super producer Krista, can you play a little bit of Mr. Big Stuff, has first single? I remember when that song came out, how impressed I was by Heavy D. How important Heavy D later on became as an artist, as the president of Uptown for a while, as a producer in his own right, as an actor, Hev could do everything. And what's different about Hev, and it's not to take anything away from the fat boys, what's different about Hev was until Heavy came around, large-sized artists were looked upon as a joke. The fat boys, although very gifted and very talented, for a long time was looked as a novelty act, looked upon as a novelty act. Heavy changed all that for big guys. Like, no big pun, 
No Notorious B.I.G. Without Hev. Hev made it okay to be big and smooth and dope. He dropped Mr. Big Stuff in 1987. This is two years before Yorm TV raps. Then in 1989, he dropped another single. And this one is really what, like his second album. His first album was cool, Living Large. But that second album is what really, really put Heavy D and the boys on the map. And that album was called Big Time. Let's play his second single. And this one was produced by uh, Teddy Riley. This one's called We Got Our Own Thing. Give me a little bit of it. Cause I took the right hold of this path. It's fake to undertake the wreck the breaker. Get up on the floor to the heavenly shaker. Started with the power, I'ma end it with the bang. Bang, bang. We got our own thing. My little lady, little lady, little lady, little lady. My little lady, little lady, little lady. That's the joint. That's the joint right there, man. I mean, have had hits, y'all. Have had a lot of hit records, yo. Remember, Heavy D is the only rap artist to do a song with Janet Jackson. Play me a little bit of, of Heavy D with Janet Jackson. Now be as thick as a milkshake, or thin as a cornflake. I love you to death, but I ain't pressed with a heartbreak. And anyway, who cares about what other people talk about? I'd rather hear it from the horse's mouth. See, I believe in being believed in. No love lies, no love ties, it's all paper thin. But watch for the trickery. Some people are slippery. The epidemic and history just appear like a mystery. And with Michael Jackson. Play me a little bit of uh, Heavy D and Michael Jackson with Jam. Jam, Jam, here comes the man. Hot damn, the big boy stands with an upper hand. Me and Jacks with my man, Michael Jackson. is smooth, come on, the man is back, so relax. Mingle, jingle in the jungle. From rusted all, three and four's in a bundle. Take the blind, first I cool it like a fan. I'm with Janet, there a guy, now with Michael, cause that ain't hard. Yeah, I remember hearing Michael Jackson tell Teddy Riley that he wanted to work with Heavy D. Everybody loved Hev. My moms loved Hev. Hev. Hev didn't even really have to curse. Actually, Hev made a dope record called Don't Curse. Super producer Krista, give me a little bit of Don't Curse. I can flex, bet, lend a pen to a friend. Keep a party pimping from now till then. I don't have to swear, curse or juggle. Lyrics in the verse to make a party bubble. So Mr. Censorship, tell me what's your problem. This girl is on the corner. If wifey can't solve them, how does she say it? I'm curious, G. Does she say, honey, love me or baby, baby, fun me? I think sometimes when, when time goes by, I think sometimes people forget about how important a person was, you know, and and it, and it just it happens, man. It, it happens. Having the boys were the first group signed to Uptown. Successful, they had to be successful for Uptown to continue. Uptown's one of the premier record labels in the history of black music. One of the most important, also. That's the first group signed to Uptown. Have was the front man. And he was the only rapper. Eddie F. was his business partner and DJ and one of the producers. And then there was Trouble T-Roy and G-Wiz. Those were his dancers. Um, their debut album, Living Large, like I said, came out in 1987. Very successful album. I believe that album went gold. But the next one was Big Time. And Big Time was a big smash hit album. And then Tragedy Hit, Trouble T-Roy died um, at 22 in the fall in Indianapolis after a concert. Um, and uh, the Peaceful Journey album came out after that. That went platinum. 
Play me a little bit of Peaceful Journey, Super Producer Krista. Thanks. Well, I'm really proud to say that I truly, really knew you good. And oh, God's person from the entire neighborhood. And as a day's trip, trip into the future, I laugh a little louder at the times that I was with you. This one's for you, and I truly hope you hear me. And through all your travels, I'm wishing you a peaceful journey. And then because of that tragedy, Pete Rock and C.L. Smooth did a tribute to Trouble T-Roy called They Reminisce Over You, which is a hip-hop classic. Play me a little bit of that, Super Producer Krista. I reminisce so you never forget this The days are way back so many bear witness The fitness, yeah. take the first letter Out of each word in this joint Listen close as I prove my point T to the R-O-Y, how did you and I Meet in front of big loose fighting in the street But only you saw what took many time to see I dedicate this to you for believing in me I already played you a little bit of All Right with Janet Jackson um, I played you a little bit of Jam or Michael Jackson, those are the two highest peaking records that Hev has ever had on the Hot 100 charts. You know, because Janet and Michael were, were absolutely on fire at that time, man. You know, that, he was on fire, man. And then he also, don't forget, um, Hev was the theme song to Live in Color. To Live in Color. Yeah, to In Live in Color. Play me a little bit of that, Super Producer Krista. Thank you. Have was also on theme song of Mad TV. So producer Krista, play me some of that. Yeah, he was doing a lot of stuff, man. He's doing a lot of stuff, a lot of acting, a lot of various television shows, uh, living single. He played Ray Jean's boyfriend. He was on pretty much everybody's TV show, man. Like to this day, if you keep watching some of the 90s sitcoms, sooner or later, Heavy D is going to be on there, man. He's going to be on there. Then he came back, right? Like he did some acting, came back with the, the Nothing But Love album, man. Play me something from Nothing But Love. Play me Nothing But Love. That's what I want to hear. Yeah, man. He did, he did stuff with B.B. King. I mean, Hev was that dude, man. Hev was a dude. That's why, you know, that's why Biggie said his name in, in, in the Juicy song, yo. Play that. Play that when, 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 when uh, Biggie refers to uh, Heavy D. It's all good, baby, baby. Uh, it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack, Mr. Magic Molly Mall. Yeah, man. Hev was, Hev was important, man. Hev is the reason Diddy came, Diddy got down with, with uh, Uptown. Because of Hev. And then Hev went on and developed and wrote and executive produced and and was a big time writer and producer on on uh 
Soul Pharrell's album on, on, on that Candy Rain album. He discovered Soul Pharrell. Play me a little bit of Candy Rain. I never thought that I would find all that I need in life. All I want, all I need, now I know. I know I found it in you. Oh, found it in you. Because you, oh, oh. My love. Do you ever dream? Don't you yeah, man. God rest the soul of Heavy D, man. And, and big up to his daughter, Zena, man. Ten years. Since have been gone, man. Ten years. He died of a pulmonary embolism. I can remember I was so upset at his funeral, man. I cried. I cried so hard after that, man. People just seem to forget, man, that have put have put it on the map, man. Have absolutely put Mount Vernon on the map. Crazy. Y'all forget Heavy was in life. Hev was in New Jersey Drive. Hev was in Baps. Hev was in the deli. Hev was in life. Hev was in the Cedar House Rules. He was in Next Afternoon, Big Trouble, Blacklisted, Dallas, Larceny, Step Up, Tower Heat, Hit. A lot. A lot. Listen to some of, the, to, uh, of his television appearances. He was on A Different World, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Booker, Tales from the Crypt. He's on Rock. Remember that? He was a recurring cast member of on Rock. Remember Rock, the TV show? He played Calvin Hendricks on seasons two and three. Um, Living Single, he played Daryl, right? Um, I said that already. Happily Ever After, Tales of Every Child. Um, Wayne Head, voiceover, Martial Law. For Your Love, he played Dexter. He had a, a shot on that. Boston Public. Remember Boston Public? Recurrent cast member seasons one to three. The Tracy Morgan Show. He played Bernard, part of the main cast in Tracy's first show in 2003, 2004. Yes, Dear. He was on that show. Bones. He was on that show. Are We There Yet? He played Craig. And Law and Order Special Victims Unit. He played Supreme. Heavy D, man. I mean, so many great things to say about Hev, man. He's absolutely that dude. Like, Heavy D, was he was that dude, man. For real. And I think a lot of times people forget about how important Heavy D is. Do you remember the song um, with I'll Be Sure that he did, I Want Somebody to Love Me? Play me some of that, Super Producer Krista. I search low and I search high, trying to find myself a cutie pie. But destination leads me to a dead end, over and over and over again. They told me to wait, so I waited, anticipated, debated, and delayed it. But still came up with the same old thing. Nothing. Yes, one of my favorite Heavy D songs. Do you know Heavy D had records with Super Cat? Heavy D had records with Supercat. He bought the Jamaican, but dilly 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 dee. Play me some of Heavy D and Supercat. Yes, 
Great songs from Heavy D, man. I need you to play one of my favorite Heavy D songs. A little bit, just a little bit. Girls and girls, they love me. Play that. And I'm cold maxing. Pull up a cutie, I'm in the mood for relaxing. Get my phone book from the top of the shelf without six six. I better keep it to myself. Yes, producer Krista. And play uh Heavy D joint when he linked up with Teddy Riley. When they did We Got Our Own Thing, that was very, very dope. And that was in 89. I played that. Then they hooked up again for 91, and they did Now That We Found Love. Incredible record. Old record from from uh geez i know this i know this i know this i know this third world so first play me some of third worlds now that we found love come on baby let me show you what All right, thank you, Super Producer Kristen. Now play me some of Heavy D's, Now That We Found Love. Yes, another one of my favorite Heavy D records. Got Me Waiting, where he sampled Luther Vandross. Play me some of Got Me Waiting from Heavy D. Swing with me. I got your card, you're playing hard to get. I'm long and I'm strong, and if it's on, I keep it soft and wet. Let me know, because if you don't, it's going to haunt me. Your word up, you got me thinking you want me. Hey, yo. Got me Now that sample is don't 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 I got your love no need to look no further don't you know that play me a little bit of that I know I can't sing but play me a little bit of Luther's don't you know that so everybody can see where that sample came from. I got your love you need to look no further don't you know that don't you know that. Yes, the one and only Dwight Errington Myers deserves his flowers, deserves his props. No matter what, Hev is always that dude, man. Everybody forget that Hev was on was on the Candy Rain that he was on. He did a, a feature on that. Yes, Heavy D and so for real, yeah. Yes. Crazy, man. Crazy. Heavy D's that dude, man. I love that dude so much. And I don't want anybody to ever forget about Heavy D and his contributions to hip-hop. His last tweet was, be inspired. And I think that's apropos when you're talking about somebody as great as Heavy D. Be inspired. At all times, be inspired. Try to inspire people. But make sure that that you're inspired. Hev was a great, great dude. I can remember being on like like tours and stuff with them guys, man, having 
water gun fights and water balloon fights and, you know, running around acting crazy. Always a great guy. Every time he came to Yom TV Raps, always had a good time. Going up to his mom's house in Mount Vernon, eating some of that amazing Jamaican food that she could cook. Heaven's the kind of person, y'all, that if I didn't talk to him for a long time, he would find me or I would find him. If numbers changed and we weren't in contact, if I left L.A. when I was living in L.A. late 90s and Hev was out there and moved back to New Jersey, switched my numbers up, Hev always had a way of finding me through a mutual friend. And when I did Who's the Man, the movie, he had to be in the movie. And we knew so many of the same people. I would just ask somebody, hey, man, I, I used to have this number for Hev. Oh, no, let me give you have new number. Let me give you have two-way info. And, you know, just hit them, curse them out real quick. Hey, asshole, it's me, Ed, man. We, you know, we would catch up about kids and family. It's never about music. It was never about, hey, can you play my record? It was never about that. It was always genuine. It was always about something totally different than life. And it's hard to find people like that. It's hard to find people like that. People have recently heard my voice on a promo promoting a brand new radio station in New York. It's a throwback station, just like the one that I'm on in Chicago. Um, 94.7 The Block in New York is the new throwback radio station. Right now they're doing 25,000 songs uh, straight. No commercials, commercial-free, right? 25,000 throwbacks straight. So they heard my voice on it, and everybody makes the assumption that I'm coming back to New York to be on this radio station. And that may or may not be true. I am not at liberty to tell you whether or not it's true right now. But the point I'm trying to make is the amount of people that started calling me, asking me about the station and asking me how they can get put on the station is mind-blowing. And these are people that I have not spoken to in sometimes 10, sometimes 5, sometimes 8 years. Don't call me to see how I'm doing. Don't call me to see how my family is doing. Don't and these are some people that do different things around the city that know I'm a stand-up comedian that don't call me for gigs, don't call me for anything. But as soon as they heard that there's an opportunity, they start calling my phone, leaving me messages, texting me, because I don't change my number a lot. That's not the relationship I had with Heavy D. Not at all. He always checked up on me, and I always checked up on him. No matter how much time passed by, that welcoming voice was always on the end of my phone one way or another, calling me a tall, big-nosed motherfucker. That was my dude. That was my guy. And amongst everything else, that, that was going on this week, 
amongst the anniversary of Into the 36 Chambers by Wu-Tang Clan, amongst the anniversary of Midnight Marauders by A Tribe Called Quest, I wanted to take some time out to pay tribute to somebody who seems to have become forgotten, a true heavyweight in the music business, Heavy D. That whole region is on the map because of Heavy D. All the talent that came from that region, from the Locks to DMX to Mary J. Blige to So For Real to Monifa, Forgot about the song he did with Manifa. It's been so long. Play me a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. I stay soaked in pouring colognes. I keep dipped. Coogee sweat his hand knit, cause that's that fly shit. I stay laced because my body got Versace taste. Rolex on my cuff flooded with diamonds and stuff. A half a dozen hundred bands coop in my driveway. Tried to have it my way, the flyway. Led to a bad day. I should have kept it real when I was with you. Instead, I dissed you. So now I miss you. That's Heavy D. That's another one of his contributions to the music biz. It's Monifa. Everything that came from that region came from that region because Heavy D was successful from that region. Everything. From Mount Vernon, Yonkers, all of that. You're not, you're not rocking... Big pun or taking big pun seriously if you didn't take Heavy D seriously before him. Like I said, you're not taking big seriously if you didn't take Heavy D seriously before that. Because it was, you know, it was the Fat Boys. It was the twist. And it was, you know, all you can eat. The Fat Boys were good. But they played on being fat. Hev was big, heavy, heavy D. He didn't play on being fat. He made records for the ladies too. I remember that first time he made Don't You Know. It was a love letter record. Play me a little bit of Don't You Know, Super Producer Krista. Don't you know if I could have anything in this world, it'll be you. Don't you know if there's any love involved, it would be true. Don't you know all my time will be spent holding your hand? Yeah, you could be my lady, and I'll be your man. Don't you know? Don't you know? Thank you. That dude's so important, man. And, and, and I think as time goes by, People forget, like I just was in a, a, a place today, I went up there and to get me something to eat, and uh, they said, what's the name on it? You know, I had a mask on, so like, what's the name on it? And I was like, Ed, and she was like, okay, she gave me the buzzer, and she went outside, and then I saw a young man coming on his way to start his shift at the restaurant, and then when I came back in to ask her a question about the pricing, um... She was like, oh, my God, I just knew it. When you said Ed, I would put two and two together. And I was like, that has to be Ed Lover. And then I looked it up. And then I was like, well, he got a mask on, and it is you. It's Ed Lover. And then the young man is at the counter, and he's like, who are you? And that his mother's going crazy. And he's like, who are you? What do you do? And I said, I don't, I'm not going to stand here and 
run my resume down to you. And she was like, oh, he's young. He just, he don't know. He's young. He don't know. And that's cool. Because I'm alive and breathing every day. But there's some people, young people out here that call themselves musicians and artists who have no idea who Heavy D is. And that's the kind of stuff I can't let go. So I'm going to pay tribute to my friend, to a man that meant a lot to music, to a man that meant a lot to the culture of hip-hop, to a man who was a producer and, and, a, and an actor, and an artist, who did off-Broadway and Broadway and television and film. My man Heavy D, man. It's worth it. He is absolutely worth being acknowledged. Because Hev was that dope. Really was. Spent 10 years already. Can't believe it. Time flies, man. Time flies. When I was at Heavy D's funeral, I saw everybody from Will Smith to Denzel Washington up in that piece. His daughter got a proclamation read by the late, great Andre Harrell to his daughter from President Barack Obama. Need I say more? President Barack Obama. Peaceful journey to you, Heavy D. I love you, brother. Always will, always have. Please, y'all, don't forget Heavy D. This is Ed Lover. This is Remembering Heavy D, the podcast. When I come back, it's time for Kill Ed, son. Come on, son, son. This portion of Come On, Son, the podcast is brought to you by McDonald's. Proudly serving communities since 1965. There's something about those golden arches in the sky that brings on a sense of warmth and familiarity you can't get anywhere else. McDonald's is way more than affordable, delicious food. It's the neighborhood meetup spot. It's a teenager's first job. It's that pit stop you know is always going to be there on road trips. I remember back in the 90s, McDonald's was that number one spot to host your toddler's birthday party. Y'all remember that? Everybody had a birthday party at McDonald's. And remember those old school play places? Those were the perfect babysitter where parents could just take a moment to themselves and enjoy a nice Coke or a Big Mac all to themselves without baby Jason screaming, Give me some of that, Daddy! McDonald's is your neighborhood community meetup space that keeps on adapting with the times from free Wi-Fi access to creative coffee combinations. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'm loving it. Thank you, McDonald's. Have you ever seen a vitamin water display at your local store? It's like walking into an actual rainbow. Is it me or are the flavors of vitamin water insanely attractive? Plus, with titles like Energy, Revive, Focus, Refresh, Essential, Power C, and Triple X, it's easy to pick a flavor to match your vibe. The real flex is flavor. Don't forget to check out the newest flavors, Gutsy Watermelon Peach and Look Blueberry Hibiscus. Come on, son. You know you whack for that shit, son. Right now, there are some African Americans with sickle cell disease who need a blood transfusion every single month just to stay alive. And they are more likely to get a compatible match from a donor of the same ethnicity. So please donate, because our blood saves lives. Go to redcrossblood.org slash ourblood. Find out where and what time in your neighborhood now. Come on, son. You know you whack for that shit, son. What up, y'all? This is Ed Lover, and it's time for Come On, Son. So let's get right into it. Can somebody tell me where is Kamala Harris? 
All of y'all ran around loving Kamala Harris. Oh, the first, first black woman vice president who happens to be married to a white boy, a white boy. At least Obama had a black wife. Okay. Okay. He's half, he's mixed too, but he kept it real. All right. Oh, she's going to do so much for her. Oh, she's an AKA. She's a sorrow. Well, da, 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 da. Where is Kamala Harris and what the fuck is she doing? Come on, son. Come on, son. Y'all drank the Kool-Aid, son. Oh, you drank the Kool-Aid. I haven't seen or heard or smelled the perfume of Kamala Harris. Where the fuck is she? Come on, son. I see Joe Biden all over the place, allegedly proposing to give $450,000 to each Mexican family that lost their kid or was separated from a family member. $450,000. But black people still can't get reparations after 400 years of bullshit. Come on, son. I thought you was down with us, Joe. What happened? Rearing the real shit now that you deny we done voted your monkey ass in there. You really showing us your real true colors. Then you backtracked off the shit, son. Come on, son. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. Speaking of bullshit, how did Illinois cannabis sales reach a billion dollars in 2020? Illinois. I do a show out of Chicago every morning. They were all on there promising inclusions with black people with all these dispensaries once they legalized marijuana in the state of Illinois. A billion dollars it has earned already, and nobody black has a dispensary. Come on, son. I know plenty of black people in the state of Illinois that got money, money, money. Nobody black could get a dispensary? Come on, son. Some bullshit is going down in Illinois. Pay attention. First, they want to lock us up for weed. Then when weed becomes legal, we're not included in making money off the shit. It the, come on, son. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. That's some serious, serious bullshit. And speaking about bullshit, the Ahmaud Arbery trial is underway right now, and it's only one black juror. Think that was done on purpose? Hell fucking yeah, it was. Come on, son. Get the fuck out of here with that. How you going to have... One black juror. One. But if we go on trial, we can get an all-white jury. But when white boys go on trial, they can't get more than one black person on their jury. So you mean to tell me, in the state of Georgia, there's only one black person that qualified for that trial? Come on, son. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. <coughs> Excuse me. Shit makes me cough at so much bullshit. One black juror? One. Fuck out of here. Come on, son. I ain't going for that shit. You know what else I ain't going for? I'm not going for the fact that people are trying to tell me that Travis Scott did not know the severity of what happened at his own concert. Come on, son. I'm not buying that. After the concert, he went to an after party. All them people was getting crushed. The ambulance and all that was going in. The police was coming in. Where did you go? Did you just leave when the police and everybody was showing up? Did you not want to know what the hell was happening? How did you and Drake end up at Dave and Buster's at an after party, son? And this ain't the first time you've incited a riot at one of your concerts, son. Come on, son. Yeezy said it best. No one man should have all that power. And speaking of Yeezy, did y'all catch Yeezy on Drink Champs? 
Good shit. Really good shit. But right after that, come on, son. You stood there in a video with Jay Prince inviting Drake to do a song with you and squash your beef when you look like you were under duress. And I'm not the only one that saw it, son. You look like he pressed you to say the shit that you said. Because it didn't even come from the heart. You was reading it off of a phone. We don't know if that was your phone. We don't know if that's what he made you say. We don't know if Jay Prince had his gun, his goons on the other side of the camera holding guns on you because you looked like you was pressed, son. Come on, son. This is Jay Prince. If I'm going to meet with Jay Prince about anything that's not friendly, I'm going to have some goons with me. If you knew that he wanted to talk to you about the Drake shit, you should have showed up with with some people, at least some undercover police officers, because you look like you was pressed, son. I'm not saying that you were. I'm just saying you look like you was pressed, son. You look like you said that shit under duress, son. You know what that looked like? That looked like when the Afghanian uh, be taking people hostages and making them read shit denounced in the United States. That's what it looked like to everybody, son. Come on, son. You look like you was being held by terrorists, son. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit if you wanted me to, to believe that you did that shit on your own volition, bro. Come on, son. And I'm waiting for you to give $50 million to Beanie Siegel, man, and 5% of the Yeezy Company because you said it. You said you was giving Beans $50 million and 5% of Yeezy because he came up with the name Yeezy. He the one that started calling you Yeezy, son. So come on, son. We want... We want Beanie Siegel to get that $50 million. I don't care if he blow the whole $50 million, man. You better give Beanie Siegel his $50 million. We got, the rest of us going to press you on that, son. Give it to Beanie Siegel, son. Come on, son. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. You know what else is bullshit, y'all? Paul Rudd being the sexiest man alive. This is Ant-Man, y'all. Look at him, bro. Come on, son. First you hit me with Big Head John Legend. But I ain't catch that one. Now you're going to hit me with Paul Rudd, son. Come on, People Magazine. Who the fuck is picking these people, man? And who is in the running? Who is the finalist on this shit? Why don't you release the finalists? Who is the finalist? Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger, and Uncle Fessler from the Adams Family, son? Paul Rudd? Come on, son. When he found out, he even laughed at the shit. He's not in. That ain't it. And I ain't heard no women say, yeah. You know, everybody, every woman, you know, when with a John Legend, of course, Christy Teigen is going to think so, but she is half drunk. She admitted she be getting fucked up. She got an alcohol problem. So come on, son. Paul Rudd, son. Y'all couldn't pick, like, Jason Momoa or somebody to rock, somebody tired. You know, somebody we can at least look at him and say, yeah, all right. We can see how you picked them. Paul Rudd, y'all <laughs> Come on, son. Y'all reaching. Who's it next year? Will Ferrell? Come on, yo. Come on, son. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, man. It's some straight bullshit. And, and last but not least, on the, on, the, on the higher end of bullshit, a big fat boy, son, goes out to motherfucking Aaron Rodgers, man. Aaron Rodgers, you a lying ass motherfucker, man. I swear to God, you a liar, man. How you gonna tell people, yeah, 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 I'm immunized? When they asked you were you vaccinated, you said, yeah, yeah, I'm immunized. I'm not, I, I'm immunized. Super producer Christopher, find me a clip of Aaron Rodgers telling that fucking lie. This Are is what Rodgers said back in August. Are you vaccinated? Yeah, I've been immunized. You know, there's guys on the team that haven't been vaccinated. Uh, I think it's a personal decision. I'm not going to judge those guys. Come on, son. You knew damn well you wasn't vaccinated, man. 
And you know it's an NFL rule and you broke the goddamn rule, man. You ain't even you wasn't getting tested or nothing because everybody thought you was vaccinated. Now you got the whole goddamn Green Bay Packers staff, get, uh, the whole team getting uh, fired from the NFL and everything. They should suspend your ass, though, dog. Fuck that fire. They should suspend you. And then you caught the COVID. And you put everybody else at risk, dog. Somebody could have a parent or something like that that, you know, is at risk and been fucking playing football with your motherfucking COVID carrying ass, man. You're an old lying ass motherfucker, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> now, we, now we don't even believe you when you said that you ain't want to go back to the team and ain't have nothing to do with Jordan Love being uh, drafted. You, you a liar, son. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, son. Come on, son. Aaron Rodgers, you ought to be shaming yourself. At least Kyrie Irving stood on his shit, man. You talking about you immunized. But you ain't got nothing against people that don't want to get the vaccination. Of course you don't, because you ain't get the vaccination, motherfucker. <laughs> Come on, son. Fuck out of here with that shit. I'm Matt Lover. This is Come On, Son. Now go ahead about your merry day and get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. This has been another edition of Come On, Son, the podcast. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Catch me on all the social media platforms, man. Follow my Facebook page, Ed Lover Presents. Come on, son. That's the Facebook page, Ed Lover Presents. Come on, son. Um, and uh, follow me on uh, Instagram. It's at Ed Lover or Instagram. And let me share with y'all the funniest thing I heard this entire week. I saw it, but y'all are not going to see it. You're going to hear it. It's an old man that I found on Instagram talking to a young boy about smashing his moms. I'm going to leave y'all with this. Listen to what this old man says. I call him Mr. Charles. It's funny as fuck. Enjoy the rest of your week. Until next week, keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. I'll talk at you, with you, to you, and about you next week. Come on, son. Come on, son. son. This Ed Lover podcast is being done in conjunction with Cigars International. Make sure you check out CigarsInternational.com for all your cigar needs. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by Cam Quotes and Krista Hayes. Recorded out of Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast brought to you by Ed Lover. Be sure to check out the return of Come On, Son, the web series exclusively on Patreon. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.